Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. I absolutely loved it. I mean, we uh, we got a lot of chemistry last year playing, obviously, on a line in Winnipeg. And, um, you know, he's a tremendous player. He's got a lot of skill. Uh, he's real dynamic. So I'm um, looking forward to, to playing with him a little bit in the Prospects Tournament as well. Matt Savoy on Zach Benson as we get a little closer to the start of the Prospects Challenge. Welcome in for Sabres Live. It's the hello and yes edition. Hello and yes? Yes, the limited language among some oh European yes. prospects. We were learning how challenging it can be beforehand, as you would expect. Um, and, and the Sabres have definitely drafted a lot of Russians over the recent years. And um, they're still learning their way. So sometimes you have to take the short words, the limited words, and make the most out of them. And I think... Don't you have to do that with me most uh, most days? Well, that was maybe just how I was warming up to you on this day. And that's a I point, was gonna say that's always it's... a point of emphasis here when I'm at Lecom Harbor Center is warming up, whether it's July, oh. August, September, October, you name it. So. I wore a couple of layers because I knew it was going to be a little chilly, but it's perfect because that means there's hockey back at Lecom Harbor Center that the Sabres prospect are on the ice. I saw the Boston Bruins prospect warming up. They're probably going on the ice for practice this later it all starts with games tomorrow it's a fun time but you talked about hello and yes how young players coming from many different backgrounds and countries and languages are coming in and some of them can communicate really well some of them are having a harder time but it's also that seasoned offer where you go on social media and it's oh this guy's gained 15 pounds since last year he's gained 20 pounds since last year listen it didn't just happen in three months in the summer. It's like a year ago, a full year of hockey, a summer of training, and now you show up to camp, and maybe you are 10, 12 pounds heavier. Maybe it's muscle. Maybe it's not. Uh, but it's fun to see firsthand on the ice what the players look like. Yeah. Because they change in one year. Their their body matures in one year. Their their posture matures in one year like i was looking at matt savoy first of all 
got to tell everybody that's coming in to see the Sabres prospect this, uh, this weekend and on Monday. There's two Savoy. I got caught staring at the wrong Savoy for one drill. There's only one Savoy. There's a Savoy. There's a Savoy and a Savoy, but it's the same thing. Although Nick Savoy, Nicolas Savoy, was coming down the wall, got a pass made, a really nice play at the back door. Yep. And I'm like, I saw Savoy, Savoy in the back, and I'm like, oh, there you go. And then the very next drill, I'm like, no, this guy is Matt Savoy. The other, boy, the other guy. <laughs> okay, well, so, since, since you attention. brought him up. Pay attention. Since you brought him up. Uh, Nicholas Savoy mm-hmm. won the Memorial Cup yes. with Quebec, with Sevi Komarov, who's yep. not going to be taking part in this tournament. He's got a lower body tweak, but the hope is that he'll be okay after this and moving forward, but he won't be taking part in these Prospects Challenge games. But I want, I'm glad you brought up Nicholas Savoy because he spent five years with Quebec yep. in the queue, ended as a Memorial Cup champion, was a tournament high plus nine when the tournament ended through his four games as they won. By the way, Komarov had the game winner yes. in that Memorial Cup, if you're re- rewinding it back to the month of May when it all transpired. But uh, Savoie is on a one-year AHL deal, and as a defenseman is going to have an awfully hard time busting through this group of at least 10 or 11 that are, you know, mixed with, Veterans. Veterans, not just at the AHL level, but guys with a fair amount of NHL experience, too. The Cleggs of the world, the Davies, things like that. Um, But it is nice that Amherst Social, Sabre Social has had some fun with the similar names. And the brotherhood that exists with uh, Dominic Mersch, uh, younger brother of Michael Mersch, who yesterday is uh, the Amherst did a wonderful job capturing this. Dominic went in, did the knee down, choking down on the stick, little goal mini mouth play. Stick, a little mini and then stick, came right back play. to center ice and was just laughing. The boys were loving it. I think Seth, Seth Appert was loving it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a familiar look. From a younger brother, a much younger brother, six years younger, and Dominic just out of college. He's got an ECHL deal with Jacksonville this season, and uh, yeah, it's just fun. These are the little moments that allow you to integrate and um, familiarize yourself with those around you and, and vice versa. And the great thing about having an AHL team that's having success, as the Rochester Americans have had the last couple of years, is that you get to know them better. Yes. You get to know the coaching staff, the training staff, the equipment staff, the players, their personalities. And so if you follow them on social media, you know that the Rochester Americans do a wonderful job on social media. And that's great because you feel like you really know the personalities and know their the little tricks of the trades. Michael Mersch is not a household name here in Buffalo that people are going to say, hey, this is a guy that the Sabres are going to maybe have up at some point. Right. There's so many other players and prospects in Rochester that are way ahead. But leadership, what he's teaching the young guys, and the fact that he's he's had those moments where we can all laugh because he does the Sidney Crosby one knee down backdoor mini stick type of tap in. Mm-hmm. And now you've got his younger brother here at uh, Prospect uh, Camp and, and doing the same thing on the first day. But again, you look on the ice and I was looking at Matt Savoy, Zach Benson, and Philip Cedarquist. Yeah, it was Cedarquist, Cedarquist, Cedarquist. Um, kind of on the line together. I don't know if that's going to be like that tomorrow and over the weekend. Yeah, but I'm like, this is pretty intriguing. It I is. love it. Like I, I'm looking at Zach Benson. I'm like, who does he remind me of? And I can't figure it out. Like, oh. and, and you know what name came to mind? And you're going to hate this. 
You are absolutely well, going to If he's to up to QEW, this. then don't say it. No, he's not up to QEW. He was uh, um, one of the most hated player in the history of the National Hockey League. What era? Like 80s, 90s. But the problem is, is because I look at Zach Benson. I don't hated really in know. the sense that he scored and annoyed you. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, no, not so much. Not because of size, just because of his body language. And, and I don't know Zach Benson very much. Right. And I'm going to go and get a chance to talk to him. We'll get a chance to know him a lot more. But I look at him on the ice. He always has a smirk, a little a confident. The Montreal Canadiens, the Claude New Lemieux. Jersey, the, Claude Lemieux. Yeah. He reminds me of Claude Lemieux. And I'm like, Claude Lemieux is hated. Mm-hmm. But, man, did he play a role in some fantastic And his playoff game. numbers were far greater than his regular season numbers Absolutely. ever were. He was but I don't most, know why yeah. Zach Benson reminds me of Claude Lemieux other than he's on the ice right now. He does little things that would annoy me as a goaltender. Mm-hmm. He's in front of the goalie. He does bind-the-back passes that are fantastic. By the way, it's not just showing off. They're working. Uh, little deflections. He has his visor way up. Oh, he yeah. has the hockey flow. That little, was a big talking Little point. smirk on his face. <laughs> like I'm like, dude, you remind me of Claude Lemieux right now. Mm-hmm. As a hated guy, but that you love to have on your team. Yeah, that's... I never, without you giving me the team, I never would have got there. Yeah. Um, and I, it's fair to say it would be a long shot for Benson ever to evolve into that type of player. Oh, I absolutely. Don't, <laughs> there are very few that are wired the way Claude Lemieux was. Yeah, and but maybe I it's, mean, maybe it's of, Brad Marchand, right? Because well, of the size of course, and the, the role. Of course, maybe it's a, maybe. a Brad Marchand type. Do you think he can be that much of a weasel? Well, I don't know him again personally, right. but I look at him on the ice, and he was in the slot, and there was a play that the puck was coming from the corner, and you had, you had to redirect it to the point, and yeah. he went full redirection between his feet, right? And then he spun around, and he had a smile on his face, and then he went to the front of the net, and I'm like, oh, there's, there's confidence, and then there's sometimes a little uh, arrogance that can shine through, and I love that in certain players when they back it up. If you back it up, right. have all the arrogance you want. Well, now you've opened quite an expectation drawer <laughs> for one second. I hate <laughs> when people are like, oh, this player is going to turn out like this guy no, in the NHL. You can't compare, but he reminds me of There him. are multiple things when you mention Claude Lemieux. Um, Conn Smythe winner, three-time Stanley Cup winner, mm-hmm. one of the highest number of games played ever by any individual in Stanley Cup playoff history. He's played 234 games. That's a career for it's, a lot it, of people. It truly is. Uh, it truly is. Um, and it's RJ. He's ragdolling Lemieux! Uh, yes. <laughs> right? So, honestly, like, but then when you fast forward it to the modern era of Brad Marchand, like, it's almost... It almost becomes more realistic, even though there's almost no one like Brad in the league. Because maybe it's still current, like you can see, but it's so far removed and nobody, I mean, maybe some were saying about Brad when he made his way into the NHL. But it's fair to say he's carved out his reputation over the years. No matter what he was coming out of junior it has just gone on and on and on and on and on. And who's to say Benson doesn't do it his own way? And I mean, look, the NHL puts in your place, right? James Patrick said that. Right. And if you play yeah. 
with skills, confidence, a little arrogance, mm-hmm. you are going to make people mad. And I absolutely love that of players. Jeff Skinner is not a guy that's going to go out there and ragdoll anybody. And he, but when he's at his best, mm-hmm. you hear people barking at him and yelling at him and calling him weasels and whatever. And I'm like, okay, Jeff Skinner with confidence, with production, with arrogance is, is perfect. You want him on your team. Um, I think Zach Benson looks to me like he has a lot of that in him, mm-hmm. right? Like Matt Savoy is a little bit more quiet. You don't see the same arrogance, in my opinion, right. in Matt Savoy. You right. see confidence. You see skills. You see a motor. Go, 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 go all the time. Even in the regroup drill they just did, puck is at center ice. You have to go and stick check a player, get the puck in transition. It's Savoy that's on the puck right away because he goes all the time. There's just a different personality traits from players to players that you pick on sometimes is first impression. Mm-hmm. And right now, my first impression of Zach Benson is that that there is some arrogance, and I, I want to see that shine through. Wow. Fascinating. I mean, it really does make you make you wonder. Uh, just, I mean, that's the whole beauty of having these tournaments on an annual basis. Yeah. You know, you you watch for growth. Uh, you you listen to Seth Appert talk yesterday about just how different it is for a Yuri Kulik among others, but Kulik specifically because of the improvement he showed in the second half of the year and in the playoffs, and then coming yeah. in in a leadership role this year. And it's not unlike Savoy, obviously. Even though Matt never really got the taste of pro hockey to the extent that Kulik did last year but it's a similar type situation and it's a it's a wonderfully different year for Savoy based on the fact that he's healthy it's a normal summer it's full camp it's preparation like you would want him to have and I enjoyed listening to Matt yesterday too I thought you know he looks incredibly confident for someone who has still a lot of uncertainty like they all do but you know what I mean like it's not like he's more uncertainty with Matt Savoy because really as you look at his progression, you're mm-hmm. thinking he's should be done with junior hockey. In a sense, yeah. like he's yeah. he's accomplished so much in his junior career, he's ready to take the next step. As it stands right now, that next step is either NHL or back to junior hockey. There's not that natural next progression right mm-hmm. now for Matt Savoy to say, like Jack Quinn got to do. Jack Quinn was only what 19 when he got to play in Rochester that mm-hmm. one year because there was that loophole from from covid and yep. he got to be able to be there as a 19 year old that's what Jacqueline was able to benefit from right now Matt Savoy it doesn't look like he'll get to benefit from that so there's some uncertainty and i i want to see Matt Savoy dominate and i want to see Matt Savoy get those first few games of the regular season oh, yes. to see where he where he stands are you are you an nhl player right now so how many preseason games do you give him well they play a total of but they play 5 in 7 days next week like i mean i think there's 3 games yeah. there's 3 games for a three young out of guy the five, yeah. 3 out of the 5 yeah. go ahead uh, give him opportunities to to play on the power play to to get 15, 16 minutes, 17 minutes a game, mm-hmm. not just go out there and play 12. Um, he'll get an opportunity in development and prospect challenge, actually, I should say, to play again and have a dominant uh, um, production type of, of camp uh, and get a leg up on the competition and then get ready for main camp. You have sent me so far off the path today. Like, I am now frustrated because... 
I'm going to offer up a sentence that I've never constructed in my life, all because of your, some would say, ridiculous comparison, but who knows. I'm going to ask you, why is Claude Lemieux not in the Hall of Fame? Well, Claude Lemieux is, and I knew this because we do this every year in the playoffs, he's ninth all-time in playoff goals. He's fourth all-time in games played in the playoffs. He's top 30 in points all-time. He's not a point producer, folks, in the grand scheme of things. He had a wonderful career. Don't get me wrong. He's a three-time champ. He's a Conn Smythe winner. He's the biggest pain in the you-know-what, arguably ever, yeah. to play. Like, I mean, just hated. How is he not in the Hall of Fame? His numbers are better than Cam Neely's. His numbers are better than yeah, Clark Gillies. Like, go through the list of people that didn't have, and I know, uh, I think the problem no. is that he's made so many enemies. Well, over the years then that that's wrong. wrong. Then shame no, no, on, saying, then shame on that. everybody on the committee. They're all on the committee. No. But it's not. No. I, you know what? People in the committee would Gretzky, be able to appreciate here, Gretzky, Messier, Curry, Brett Hull, Glenn Anderson, Mike Bossy, Joe Sackick, Rocket Richard, Claude Lemieux. <laughs> Sorry. He belongs. And by the way, Jean Beliveau after him. That's the goal scoring. That's a it's, top it's, ten. It's a, it's a joke that Claude Lemieux is not in the Hall of Fame. How many? You have five or four New York uh, Edmonton Oilers? It's all Islanders and Oilers. Uh, Islanders and Oilers and Habs, yeah. Yeah. And and Claude Lemieux is the only Habs in there that is not from an era of the 70s when they won five in a row, right? He won 86, obviously, with the Montreal Canadiens. And then he won with the Devils. Three Three teams. He won it with the Devils and the the Avalanche. The Avalanche, yes, absolutely. Crazy, right? Okay, like, well, I'm, I'm not going to be the first one to, to petition for Claude Lemieux to get in the Hall of Fame, <laughs> but I will support the argument that, yes, a player like Claude Lemieux should be recognized, uh, and people should know that, that he's ninth in playoff scoring all time in the NHL. It's just obscene how good those numbers are. And I feel bad for besmirching his regular season career history, but it was pretty darn good, too. Almost 400 goals, almost 800 points. So, anyway. How did we get there? Look what you've done to me. Eric Johnson, by the way, is going to be coming up here on the show. He's going to join us here in person, and uh, that's going to be just at the bottom of the hour. So that's good. We're playing the mini game right now, Uh, kind of a little half ice, not board to boards, but uh, from just inside the blue line to equal at the other end. And then what is your favorite? uh, What is your of all these um, more creative drills that we have now? Small ice drills. Which one did you prefer as a goalie? And, oh. or, like, and not necessarily playing it, because you probably see more of it through Jacob and his years of practicing and, and all that. So. I was so much of a competitive person. Mm-hmm. And and obviously, like in the start of my career, like playing with Dominic Hasek, and then later with Ryan Miller and then Henrik Lundqvist, I was like, I want to beat those guys. Right. So when we played cross ice, which we didn't do a whole lot back then, it was more like full ice drills and, and flow drills. And I think that now, you know, the studies and, and the, the hockey minds really are in agreement that small area games are very important to development, especially when it comes to younger players. So doing these three on three games, doing these corner games with two nets, if we did that once a month when I was playing, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. And if I got to square off with Dominic Hasek, I wanted to win. Yeah. So when, whenever we did cross-ice three-on-three in zone, which was usually the one that we did, I, I love it. Um, there's a couple of games that I like, and right now they're playing more of an average size game. So the nets are from um, high in the zone to high in the zone. So mm-hmm. there, there's a full neutral zone and more. Um, I like it when you have the nets right on the circles. 
at both ends of the circle. So either the, new, the center ice circles or any circle, big circles. And you play two on two in the, in the middle mm-hmm. with two passers on oh, yeah. next to the net. Yeah. So it allows for the goalie to go back to your net to push back up front, to go back to that close plays. Mm-hmm. I really like that drill. And it's really intense. There's not a lot of skating, but there's quick bursts of speed and quick reaction plays by six players that are technically, well, no, it's eight players, two yep. on two plus two yep. more passers. So you don't have a lot of players sitting on the sideline. That's the problem now is you do drills that there's only three players going and you got 25 on the ice. But right now you've got the many. guys lined up both sides so everybody can essentially be involved at a moment's notice to make a pass yes. from the outside lane. I love when everybody's getting involved, when yeah. you do drills and the more players are involved. Uh, and, and when you do drills and you think of the goaltenders, because mm-hmm. often the goalies are in there for a target. Coach's challenge is... And at any level, to always make the goalies feel like they're not just a target, yeah. that they're out there for a purpose. So when you do drills like this, try to create a purpose for the goaltenders as well. Uh, Scott Ratzlaff, who, of course, was uh, picked up in this most recent draft yes. by the Sabres in the fifth round, he is one of the two netminders here. Josh Fleming is the other, who's an invitee out of the Quebec Major Junior League. Um, we were projecting yesterday... You know, that in reality, you're likely looking at six goalies at Sabres main camp, which would be Devin Levi, Ukopekalukin, and Eric Comrie, along with uh, Devin Cooley, Dustin, uh, Tukarski. Dustin Tukarski, and Michael Hauser. So, Is Craig Anderson going to throw the pads on just for camp this year? <laughs> I, 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 I don't believe so, <laughs> but... You, we were just mentioning goaltending, and I was curious what your follow-up on Lukanen was from yesterday as we get set to have uh, Eric Johnson at the bottom of the hour. And we also had a question as well, um, you know, coming in as to from David at Sabres Live when asking what current Sabres and Amherst players uh, are doing this week that aren't a part of the prospect challenge. So I think we got a good sense of that from Lukanen yesterday, just the opportunity to embrace the remaining days of summer and get uh, reacclimated, if you will, with your teammates. But uh, what is it like for the more veterans at this point in time as they build towards main camp? And what did you think of Lucan and yesterday? First of all, I thought UPL was fantastic on the show yesterday. A lot of confidence. Um, it looks like he had a really good summer. And he talked about working on small details. His stance as a goaltender, how it got a little bit too wide last year. And I felt like it made him look small. So he's trying to narrow his stance so that he looks bigger, maybe not as much paddle down. That's not something he said. That's something I'm saying because I noticed that in his game. But use your frame as opposed to break down your structure and try to be low to the ice. So I thought that was really good. But more importantly, um, he talked about you know going to Bay Hill with Henry Yokiari, one of the best golf courses he's ever been on, mm-hmm. going to the U.S. Open, uh, tennis, going to the Bills game on Monday night. Um, and, and, and what he wants to do this year, he's like, I played a full season now in the NHL, although it didn't start like he was going to be in the NHL for the full year, but he was there for the full year, yep. technically. Now you are an NHL goaltender. What do you want to be? Do you want to be just an NHL goaltender? Or do you want to be a really good NHL goaltender, a starting NHL netminder? And he talked about that. So I thought there was a lot of confidence with UPL, and I loved it. When it comes to what the players are doing right now, they're at the rink and at KeyBank Center every day right mm-hmm. now. They're going back. You know, they're getting their workouts in. They're getting on the ice. 
Um, captain's practice is, is the term that we use with college and hockey is, you know, basically captain's practice. They're going to run through some drills. They're going to play a little scrimmage. They're staying loose, but they're preparing for next week in the main camp. Uh, you going to throw out any more uh, ridiculous projections for anybody on this 25-man roster? Guys that I can look forward to turning into Claude Lemieux or Wayne Gretzky or Mike Bossy? I don't know that I'm going to turn anybody into Wayne Gretzky or Mike Bossy. Um, but I, you know what? Um, Tyson Kozak. Like, this, well, this is a guy that I'm looking forward to see. Again, thank you. a drill where the, the low center has to come down, yeah. get a puck and go up the ice. He's there making a good pass. He looks bigger. Do you, okay, good. So do you know, uh, wait, of course you know, I think most of our audience knows. Through the course of a season, there are many in intermission that rolls around where it's like, are you looking at my notes? Because <laughs> we have the same thing, yes. right? So yesterday I wanted to ask, like, one guy, and Kozak was my guy. Yeah. I think he's not talked about. I think he has enormous potential to just figure out what's next here and earn a greater opportunity, which we saw through the course of the playoffs last year and clearly based on the depth that this Amherst team is going to have again, which I think on paper is even greater than what they had last year. Uh, big, big, big year ahead potentially so, for Kozak in many ways. And don't just think of it as, you know, well, he needs to turn into a 70-point scorer. No, that's, no, a, no. that's a bonus. He can be absolutely a critical piece in many ways for this team. And I, and I would dare say that, you know, Especially with Sean Malone's departure, you know, there's tons of talent here for Seth Appert with which to work. But guys like Kozak can start earning places in all different facet roles, roles, right? And and I think those are the things passed down from Malone's tenure here with the Amherst. So I remember last year at this time of the year, we had Tyson Kozak on this show. Mm -hmm. And we thought... So how are you going to, like, your leadership going back to juniors? And and he was very good about kind of saying, like, nothing. But he probably, the wheels were turning, saying, I'm not going back to juniors, right? Right. So he got to play in the American League last year. And, look, 10 points, 55 games. Is that going to burn, you know, the league down? No, it's not. So, but is... Is a jump to 25 points for Kozak, but having a specific role for the team, mm-hmm. uh, something that would be a really good stepping forward? Absolutely. I think that you're not talking 45, 50 points for Tyson Kozak. I, I think 40 is not out of the realm at it's all. It's not out of the realm, but I'm, I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at the intangibles, the little mm-hmm. things, the role that Tyson Kozak can play. Uh, look, we had Rasmus Asplund here. We've had a lot of good defensive players that found a role. Mm-hmm. I think there is a role for a guy like Tyson Kozak in Rochester and then graduating to Buffalo maybe in a year or two. A very simplistic overview of the team right now that could potentially be in Rochester. If you see what we saw last year, which was a consistent veteran line of Murray, Yobst, and Mersh, then you start plugging in lines two and three and throw any of these six into the blender if they are in Rochester. Byro, Kulik, Rusek, Cedarquist, Kozak, Rosean. Yeah. You tell me how Kozak doesn't pick up points if he's playing with any of those wingers and not included in that group who should be is Weisbach. Like, so you've got a whole lengthy list of wow. very, very, very talented wingers here so- that I think Kozak is going to find himself meshed with 
through the better part of the year. And a lot of time, and look, you, you get some great assists sometimes where you make a great play on the back door, mm-hmm. or you drive a rush, and you're on a two-on-one. But a lot of time when it comes to a defensive-type centerman and mm-hmm. somebody that's responsible in their zone is they get the puck down low, they take a few strides, they make an outlet pass, and then your wingers go up the ice. Maybe they score on the rush, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if anybody saw, but Madve Mitchkov got his first point in the KHL yesterday, and... I was expecting, like, it was promoted on, on Twitter, like, Mitchkov finally gets on the board, right, because he moved from St. Petersburg to Sochi yeah. in the KHL. He got loaned. And they're like, oh, he's going to get an opportunity. The assist was in his own zone, or <laughs> at his own blue line. He was the low center that got the puck and made a pass to the wing. Big the winger guy. went down the, ro- the wing, took a shot, bad goal on the goalie. Perfect. And it was, I'm like... But that's what yeah. you could get if you're playing with very good wingers. Mm. If you are a center that's responsible, that gets a lot of puck touches in the like lower end of your zone and, and, and maybe in transition. We had incredible news on the show yesterday here on Sabres Live. Perry Street has been paved, and that <laughs> yes. means Hockey Fest as a part of Sabres Fan Fest is going to be dramatically improved Smooth. for all participants Smooth. yes and uh, we can't wait to invite you down to sabers fan fest it is happening on saturday the event presented by coca-cola zero sugar includes appearances from the sabers full roster and of course it runs from 11 a.m to 6 30 p.m and that leads us nicely right up to almost game time which of course you can check out on our social platforms and on sabers youtube as we are going to be here at Lecom Harbor Center for the Prospects Challenge. But uh, some new touches for Sabres Fan Fest this weekend. Uh, not only the player appearances from the guys on the current squad, but uh, Dunk Tank of your <clears throat> favorite <coughs> broadcasters. Uh, photo ops with banners, Kids Combine, Hockey Fest, as we mentioned, the street hockey tournament, and an awful lot more. Can't wait to see you down here this weekend. It's going to be beautiful weather on freshly paved Perry Street. We're back after this. Eric Johnson is our guest next on Sabres Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. As strong as he was for an 18-year-old last year, he looks outstanding right now. Physically, looks like he had a very explosive summer. So good for him uh, for not... Um, you know, being overconfident by this year he had and putting a lot of work in, it's very evident. Um, that, you know, I said to him today, I was like, you're, you're not a rookie anymore, right? And he's only 19 years old, but uh, it's important for him and, and Isak and Kozak and Kisikoff and Cedarquist, they need to be guys that, that now drive us, uh, drive us our practice habits, our competitiveness, how we want to play, the identity that we want to play with. Um, you know, I, I said to those guys, don't don't look around for Mersh and, and guys like that to do those things. You need to be the tone centers here at this rookie camp. And that's a great opportunity when you're that young to be looked at at something in something like this in a leadership type role. Um, so those are good moments for them to to just grow and, and expect more from themselves. Seth Happert yesterday after the first practice here leading up to the Prospects Challenge. Second practice is underway right now. The first game happens tomorrow here at Lecom Harbor Center. It's Friday, Saturday, Monday for the Sabres against Montreal, New Jersey, and Pittsburgh, respectively, as part of this year's Prospects Challenge. Really, uh, again, important words from Seth as to the expectations, both uh, individually speaking there in the moment but what those individuals can mean to the entire group this year very anti-dp-ish if i may say use that term the national team development program uh with usa hockey as we know seth appert was there as a coach and don granado was there as a coach and eric johnson who's going to join us played there so when i hear a coach kind of challenging the players to take more of ownership Mm -hmm. of of a uh, um, a leadership role. I think, well, that is what you have to do every year, every couple of years at the development program because once they're there as a 17-year-old and 18-year-old, then they move on. They move it. So you have to always recycle that. And I think Seth is really tapping into his experience with the young players, the 18, 19-year-olds at the development program to use over here and yeah. challenge those players to not go to the back of the line and practice and say, I'm just going to hide over here. Go to the front of the line. Show that. how you can make it happen. Show that you have experience, that you are ahead of everybody. That's what everybody should strive to be. Right. I really like that. Yeah, and, you know, just going back to, and obviously with Eric Johnson coming up, it'll be important for us to hit more on the defense of not only the Buffalo Sabres, but what's coming through Rochester and at the same time the veteran nature of the defense group in Rochester this year. I mean, we briefly touched on Nicholas Savoie, who's on a one-year AHL deal, but you've got returning players like Davies and Ciccone, who Mm -hmm. we saw a lot of together in the regular season and playoffs. You've got Cale Clegg coming back, and there's a very good chance, I would think, 
that he plays with Ryan Johnson just based on the veteran nature of Clegg. You can have another youngster in Novikov, first year, play with the most esteemed veteran of the group in Ethan Prowl. Mm-hmm. But you've got Zach Metza, who played in all the playoff oh, games last so year. Good. You've got Jandrick coming in who played a little bit, but mostly was just around for the playoffs last year. Then you've got Savoie, and you've got uh, Brandon Fortunato, who most likely you know, is going to be Jacksonville bound again, where he played 49 games last year. But that's your immediate depth there right now. It's a pretty good starting point for this group, especially when you have more eyes, I would say, on their defense core this year because of Ryan Johnson and Novikov entering their first seasons as pros. And you have probably eight in Buffalo to start the season. That's and everybody's healthy. Like, I'm looking at like Darlene, Samuelson, Clifton, Power, Eric Johnson, Yoki Aryu, Bryson, Stillman. Stillman. Yep. I'm like, okay, they're not going to keep eight defensemen at the start of the season. Maybe they do, but if everybody's healthy through camp. Right. Now, one of those players have to go down to Rochester, or maybe there's a transaction. Mm-hmm. So that adds one more to that group of already nine or ten that right. you just mentioned. They moved off of Labushkin, obviously, to free up a little yeah. bit of space. But you're right. The numbers still tell you that there's an awful lot, um, you know, that has to be played out here. And that's why I think this camp, specifically for uh, younger defensemen like Jandrick, is going to yeah. be really important. Look, he's... Uh, he had the full college career behind him. So you get, you get him and Metza, I think, come in to this prospects challenge. Almost, even though they've had limited time as pros, they also really need to take advantage of this situation. Yes. They're, they're older than than the other kids. But remember yesterday when I mentioned Cedarquist and the fact that he's in a contract year already. Matt Lindgren needs to earn himself a contract. He's, you know, we talk so much about guys that have been drafted in recent years, and when you have so many first-rounders, it almost goes without saying they get their contract Mm -hmm. right away. Well, Lindgren still has to sign his, and he's the most prominent name that by the time June rolls around, um, you know, we're going to see whether he can... He's going back to juniors. He's going back to juniors. So he has another few months to sign it, but he he still has to prove. He has to sign it by June of next year. That's the point. And so I just think he'll be an interesting guy again to watch. And we're going to take a quick break because the hope is that Eric Johnson joins us on the other side, which gives us an opportunity to close out the show in style with a former first overall pick. When I got the text today that Eric Johnson was joining us, Mm -hmm. at first I thought it was Ryan Johnson. Yes, because Eric Ryan had all mixed up. But yes, let's take a break. Eric Johnson, Duffer, let's uh, Sabres get some space for him. Live from Lee Com Harbor Center continues after this. WGR Sports Radio 550 and MSG. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. 
Apologies, I'm kind of giddy these days because we're back at the rink and we have games to talk about starting on Friday night for the Prospects Challenge. Welcome back here on Sabres Live with Marty. I'm Brian. We're joined by Eric Johnson, first overall pick in the 2006 draft, Stanley Cup winner with Colorado, first year with the Buffalo Sabres. Welcome. How are you? I'm good, guys. Thanks you for having me. You know what? I, I am just feeling really old right now. Why don't you scooch because, back a bit yeah, so a I can bit. actually see our guest. So when good. he was oh. drafted, I was still a member of the Buffalo Sabres. Yes, That's you were. a long time ago. Not well, that you're getting old, but I I'm getting feel very old, too, because we played against each other. I know, right? we did, so yeah. That makes me feel old, right? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should put the equipment on. You can you, still you, stop you'd me. You'd feel really good. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But, no, it's good to be in Buffalo. I'm, I'm excited. It's yeah. amazing when, we, you know, Eric, all we do is talk about the construction of this team, the future outlook, the pieces that are in place. But you are a fascinating addition to this group based on the career you've had. What was it like being a first overall pick as a defenseman and now joining a team that has two other individuals carrying that same badge, if you will, for the duration of their careers? Yeah, I think, um, well, first off, there was... uh you know, a ton of pressure, a ton of excitement. Uh, St. Louis had just um, traded Pronger away to Edmonton, so they were kind of craving a, a number one defenseman and um, came in there with a lot of expectations and, um, you know, probably didn't do as well as I thought getting started there. And then I got traded to Colorado, and that's kind of where my career took off and jump-started in the, the trade and um, uh, coaching kind of got my career going. And, um you know, was was lucky enough to, to play on some really good teams there and uh, played for a long time, almost 15 years in Colorado. And, um, you know, it was, uh, it was, it's been a great journey. I mean, I kind of think um, being back to, if I was a little kid and you told me I was going to have the career I had, would I sign up for it? And I would sign up for it every single time. So um, just grateful to have played as long as I have. And, um, you know, there was a lot of unknowns going into free agency, what was going to happen. I wasn't sure if I was going to come back to Denver and, um, had a bunch of really good options, but uh, I kind of kept coming back to Buffalo. Um, they were super uh, genuine and aggressive in their pursuit of, of me. And I think, uh, like you mentioned, with the, the 2D that they have, Darlene and Power, I just, you know, that's, that's going to be a stacked blue line for a <laughs> long time. And then Samuelson, who, um, you know, I think more and more people are starting to hear about and, and know how good he is. Uh, it was very appealing to me to come to come sign and help these guys out i mean they're they don't need a ton of on ice help um you know their 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 game is going like this the trajectory is very good and i think a lot of it will just be off ice handling day-to-day pressures how do you prepare pre-game how do you prepare post-game i mean a lot goes into maintaining your body maintaining your health your mind throughout the course of you know, an 82-game season, and ultimately for you know 15, 16, 17 years. If you know, you know, if you're lucky, you play longer. But uh, I think I can just be a resource for these guys, and you know, I'm going to learn plenty watching these guys on the ice. I already am. They're very special talents. So I think for me as a guy, I just think I can be a resource for them to lean on, and um, you know, my body still feels good, and I still feel like I can contribute, and uh, I can help those guys out. And experience does play a pretty important part. Uh, getting to the playoffs, in the playoffs, and I always thought that was kind of an overrated part of it, but getting in there and going through it, I think I can really help those guys. Now, you talk about the everyday pressures, right? And in Colorado, you have Nathan McKinnon, you have a lot of good players, 
The one year you guys had 39 points, you turn it around the next year, 112. Then there was a 48-point season, the next year, 95. How those two experiences really um, help the, your, your team with the Avalanche get the success they had later? And how do you take that and be able to help these guys that it's, they want to get in the playoffs? It's been a long time now. You've got yeah. the fan pressure, the organization pressure, the locker room pressure. How does those two years especially help with what you bring in well i think the the biggest thing um you know you go through a few different things and i always remember thinking i hated to lose more than i love to win and then you win and you're like winning is so much so much better than hating to lose you know what i mean you kind of have those two do you love to win or do you hate to lose and you can have both but the winning is is so great and i think going through the losing seasons were awful but also you know you realize the work you need to do and what you have to do to get to the next level and we also got some pretty great players um in the draft and that that really helped and this team's gone through it and they have those pieces now so i think uh you know from my standpoint this team only missed the playoffs last year by one point and they did go through i want to say was it almost a 10 game losing streak at one yeah, point eight, eight, game. eight games no so points. Yeah. i mean and who's the team right ahead of them florida and they went to the finals so you just got to get in and i think the team's knocking on the door here the sabers and i was i hope i can help uh push them over the edge because i just you know uh i feel like the town for everyone telling me it's craving a winner and yeah. you know i i remember when you know you were here with Briere and uh and all those guys and what a what an atmosphere it was yeah. you know i mean and it's um it's a it's a great sports town and uh i think you know if we if you just got to get in you get in the playoffs and you, anything can happen i mean florida got in la got in as eight seed won the cup you just you just got to get in and i think our team is in the mix and we should get in i'm glad you mentioned samuelson obviously you are first overall pick so the natural conversation point is what it's like to be a one like darlene and power but we were having this discussion the other day of what kind of an impact you can have on Samuelson. Do you suspect that you'll have a lot of time with him and a lot of sharing of, of wisdom there? And, and has that even been brought up to you before you got on the ice with Matias? I mean, I'm just really trying to build a relationship off the ice. And then I think the on ice stuff will come that chemistry. I think, you know, I just want these guys. I, I remember being a young guy and being super intimidated around older guys and, um, the difference is I'm kind of the new guy, but I am the veteran in a way, so I do have some knowledge to share. But, you know, from my standpoint, when, when we had Makar and Byram and all these guys come in, I just wanted them to feel super comfortable because if you're comfortable, you're going to be more productive and then you're going to be a better player on the ice. And you don't want to be tiptoeing around the locker rooms. You know, I just think the open line of communication is, is so huge. And, um, you know, I'm a, still a kid at heart. I'm 35, which is old for this team and old for the league. But I, I do feel, um, you know, youthful as a, as a person. So I think I, I can be um, just a good sounding board and resource for these guys. I mean, I, I want them to ask all the questions they want, and I'm willing to share, you know, everything. Um, you know, like you said, I've, I've seen a lot, uh, done a lot. Um, in the league, so I uh, just I'm really there for them in any way. He's the new Anderson this he year. He is Did the you know new that? Craig Anderson. I love it. <laughs> I, have, um, I have hair though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so that is true. He has his teeth though, that's so that's right. a difference. But I, uh, As a goalie, but that I wear I wear the dentures. Did he wear a wig? Uh, no, he did <laughs> no, he didn't. He okay. did not. <laughs> Good. There you go. Um, so it's great that you know your personality and you can open up like that. Um, great interview you did with emily kaplan with espn about the racehorses yes and your passions yeah. right and one of duffer's favorite player is gabriel landeskog oh, yeah. and you had a horse I named did. Landeskog. Yeah, yeah. he did pretty good as a three-year-old he was, he right? was very good yeah yep um 
How did that like passion come through? I, and, and are you still doing it? You're still involved a, in it? A little bit. I, I do have a, a a horse. So it's you, me, and ten guys kind of team up, and we own ten guys own ten percent. So it's yeah. not you're not you're not in it for too much money. It's just kind of a nice fun thing to do with your buddies in the summer. But um, yeah, we. Um, we bought a horse and named it uh, Landeskog, and he actually ended up being a really good horse. He got hurt, but he's great. He was actually very good when he ran. And I, I have a horse named Sabres right now, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, Where is it running? Yeah, uh, I ran at Del Mar, ran third, and then it'll run back in California again. So I could get creative with some names here with some of the guys. So okay. um, it's fun. It's a fun little hobby in the off season, and uh, you know, going down there, we golf in the morning on the weekends. We go to the racetrack, have dinner, and then. You know, do that over again, again, Friday, Saturday. My Sunday, girls uh, ride, and everybody asks yeah. me, like, do you ride? I'm like, no, absolutely not. I got yeah. on a horse one time, and I almost hit the walls. So yeah, yeah. Have you uh, tried to ride? Uh, not the racehorses, but <laughs> other on. ones at the barn? Uh, you know what? Being out in Colorado for so long, Marty, I think um, we've gotten plenty of chances to go ride horses in the mountains. So, yeah, yeah I have. Yeah. Um, it's it's fun, but you got to be, you know, you're on a freaking edge of a mountain, and rocks are slipping <laughs> underneath these horses' feet. So it's... Yeah. A little, a little intimidating, yeah. but it's it's fun. It's something to do. So we are into the final twenty seconds of the show. Oh. Great to have you swing by. Awesome. The set. Anytime, and, uh, guys. Really we'll see you next it. week for main camp. And uh, obviously, folks, prospects challenge kicks off tomorrow. We got Sabres Fan Fest happening this weekend in Alumni Plaza, and of course, Hockey Fest happening on the freshly paved streets of Perry Street. Dunk tank so, and the Saturday. dunk tank. Yeah, don't tell uh, Eric because he <laughs> might line up to uh, dunk some of the alumni broadcaster. But uh, <laughs> back tomorrow on Sabres Live. We'll see you then. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.